Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Our Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello. Another fan of Metal Gear Solid. Oh, mate, I've been playing through them all again. I, I finished know. one the night. I started two last night. Good luck. I hope you've got some really good news for me today. Well, I, I mean, the thing, the thing is, is, is a Metal Gear Solid 6 good news? Because we know it's not Hideo Kojima. No. But... <laughs> <laughs> So let, let's establish the uh, the groundwork and we can talk about the potential of what Metal Gear Solid 6 might be. Yeah. Um, so basically on uh, Colin Moriarty's latest podcast, he has a, a podcast called Sacred Symbols, PlayStation podcast. Um, on his latest ish, uh, episode, it was about Games of the Air and he was doing a whole thing about Castlevania and Konami. And then when he was talking about Konami, he said something seems to be happening over at Konami. And he dropped a little little tidbit, a little morsel. And it's the way that he said it. Um, which, <laughs> it's like, not what he said, it's the way he said it. It kind of is also what he said because mm. he kind of lays it out. Um, so he was discussing this stuff and he was on about Konami uh, getting back into the industry again. And he said that we are, we're already going to get a Metal Gear Solid 6. We know that. I think it's in development. I think they've talked about that. They haven't talked about that. They haven't. So, well, you know. To be honest, when, when, when you sent me this this morning, mm-hmm. I thought the same thing. I thought, they've definitely mentioned this before. Someone, right. somewhere in the industry has mentioned this and then I couldn't find it. I couldn't find so, it. I, I think the only thing that they did, I think Konami have mentioned, uh, different um, parts of their American localization team have mentioned um, that uh, the IP is active. Yeah. But then that nearly always just led to Pachinko stuff. Every time the subsequent announcements after that were always Metal Gear comes back as a pachinko machine snake eaters cutscenes are being redone for pachinko yep. and so it was always just that and the only thing that we got um, after that whole active thing was Metal Gear Survive yes. so like the idea that there's another numbered installment seems to be the next proper Metal Gear because I don't even count Survive well this is the weird thing with Konami obviously not making a proper Metal Gear 6 is leaving money on the table because mm. of course not having Hideo Kojima is going to take a huge blow to whatever sales they might have had but that will still sell well off name brand yeah. alone even if it's just a curious buy from people like me and you who want to give it a go because we love the franchise and uh-huh. see what they've done with it but at the same time Konami as Moriarty kind of <clears> mentioned <throat> hasn't like been in the business of making actual games for a while now yeah. they've been focusing on their pachinko machines they've been focusing on their re-releases uh, in Metal Gear Survive mm-hmm. these more budget titles so if if he's correct and what he's heard is correct and that they're actually ramping up production on what we would class as AAA games mm-hmm. again then yeah absolutely they need to make a Metal Gear because it makes the most business sense I mean it's weird as well because um, very recently if you check out on Polygon there's a, an article by the the one person translation team that translated the first Metal Gear Solid the first 3D one on the PS1 um, and how many um, different script tweaks and additional elements that were put into that script by the translation guy not by Kojima apparently Kojima really didn't like that which is why he demanded to have full control going forward which is why the series was then way more off the rails you know I need Scissors 61 in Metal Gear 2 um, but like that whole idea of you know the, the magic of Metal Gear didn't 100% come from Kojima um, you know he always had a writing team he always had people to yeah. bounce ideas off um, maybe there's a way to do this maybe there is I don't think it will well, but you never know it's one of those difficult things obviously Kojima 
Productions, what was formerly Kojima mm-hmm. Productions, had a hugely talented team of people, like you said, yeah. artists, um, people who did the music. I've forgotten his name, but he was so good. He did the music for Metal Gear 1 through 4. Well, Harry Gregson Williams. That's him, right. yeah. Like, 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 there's so <laughs> many other parts separate from, separate from Kojima that are integral to making that series a success. Mm. But at the same time, all of that was overseen they by all... one core vision. That yes, makes sense. plus all those dudes went to Kojima Productions and are now on Death Stranding. Also very um, true. So I don't know. I mean, it's not, well, maybe not all of them. They're, they're a considerable amount. I mean, Kojima apparently cherry-picked some different people and went to Kojima Productions. Assumedly, there would be some people left behind yeah. um, that assumedly have been there long enough to know what the essence of Metal Gear is and how they take it forward. Um, another thing, though, when I was just Googling like anything Metal Gear 6 related, um, Donna Burke, who's the singer who did Sins of the Father on the Metal Gear 5 soundtrack, mm-hmm. um, now this has been disproven, or she, sent, she sort of amended what happened. She tweeted out saying I'm doing something for the fans kept you waiting mm-hmm. um, and it was like okay so something Metal Gear related is happening um, she was then asked by a podcast called Metal Gear Mondays like is this relating to a new game she said no um, and she said I'm taking inspiration from Jordan Vogt Roberts who's doing the Metal Gear movie right. or he's trying to get the Metal Gear movie off the ground yeah. that still hasn't been officially confirmed but he's been leaking lots of artwork um, he got the original cast back he got um, Paul Eading I think plays Campbell um, to do like an announcement about it coming things like that um, so there's little like Metal Gear scuttlebutt coming and it seems like different people who have played a part in the series before seem to have the energy to give it another go yeah I mean everyone so. seems to have like David Hater always posts pictures of him meeting up with like the original voice cast yeah. and stuff I think there is a drive to see more of this universe I think there is a way to do it uh-huh. it'll, it'll never be the same if we just no. accept that it will never be the same as the <laughs> original one to four because mm-hmm. even five itself was fractured because of the working relationship between Konami yep. and Kojima if we accept that and hopefully if Konami get a great visionary team behind it mm. no one's ever going to do the same thing as Kojima but if they get a solid team behind it a solid set of creatives to uh-huh. make it it might not be bad solid A do you know what's I'm weird uh, which I just thought of David Hayer really didn't like Konami, uh, Kojima last I checked in with him Yeah. Um, not that I've done it but there's a, there's a video with um, with David Hayer where he's being interviewed about the process of being replaced by Kiefer Sutherland on Metal Gear 5 he really didn't like that um, because he wasn't even consulted he was just told hey by the way Kiefer's being snake now yeah. and he was like what and so like yeah there's a whole thing if you look up um, it's, I can't think of the name of the video but it's David Hayer talks about Kiefer Sutherland uh, you know, being snake um, they didn't end on good terms um, and Hayer has been snake since but it's only in things like Bomberman and uh, I think he voices him in Smash. Um, like he's been, he's proud to be the Snake character. Um, but it seems like th- there's this whole thing of the history of Metal Gear where Hater thinks that Kojima got annoyed with the fact that Metal Gear was being associated with David Hater and Snake and not Kojima as a creative force. Interesting. And so that he thinks, well, there's, there's a lot of rumors around why that sort of fracture is there. My thing was gonna be, go on. What if Hater comes back now that Kojima's not there? I would need to change pants because that's just so good. <laughs> I love David Hater and I love all of his voice work. And that would be awesome. And yeah, they did end on bad terms. I think there is one. It might be blasphemous to say it, but Hideo Kojima, as great as he is, and as as much as I love that little man, (laughs) he's a very small man. He's a very small man. He he isn't without his faults. The way he binned off David Hater was really bad. In the fact that it seemed like he had long held us, not a grudge against him, but didn't like his work, and then just sort of sacked him off. Yeah, for Kiefer Sutherland, um, was, was. bad and yeah. not very good but then the stuff inside the games themselves I know no one wants to hear it again but Quiet wasn't great okay I liked no, her as a character but that design was kind of dumb and he has yeah. a lot of indulgences especially in Metal Gear Solid 4 that I think you know you could trim away like mm. there is so mm. much I, I like them yeah, I was going to say, like, you might lose what Metal Gear is if you Maybe. Do that. that's, that's, that's the problem, because although Metal Gear Solid is so good, it is the good and the bad. It is the indulgences and the things that were so tight and perfect. And when mm. you do take it away, it is in the Metal Gear Solid we know and love, but there's no reason to say that something else can't exist alongside it. I think, I don't know, it's, it's, if they bring a lot... 
Right, okay, go on. Here's my question, because I'm wrangling this in real time and this camera looking at me. If they bring it back, Metal Gear Solid 6, it's yes. going to be numbered that. Yes. Do you bring back and continue the story of, like, Snake? Or do you just start again within that same universe with separate characters and do I mean, their own thing? Someone called Scott Taylor uh, had, did a whole article on this. I did ways you could do Metal Gear Solid 6 without Kojima. I want to do this as a video, but we haven't got around to doing it yet. But yeah, I think there's a whole bunch of ways you could do it. I think you could delve into um, the boss's time in World War II, the whole thing with the Cobra unit. Um, I think you could do um, a prequel. You could do the whole thing that leads up to um, Snake being like a green agent and going into Metal Gear for the first time, going into Outer Heaven. Because um, then, if you brought David Hayter back, you could literally have him get on the dock and say, kept you waiting, huh? And then it would you would do that whole stupid meta thing. I mean, um, And you could do that. And then you still call it Metal Gear 6 the timeline in terms of numbered to where it is and the timeline is fractured anyway three years before one and etc yeah. um, so there's all that the thing talking about the eccentricities though in terms of Kojima um, that's the thing that's the reality of watching of reading that Polygon piece I love Metal Gear Solid 1 it's my favourite in the whole franchise and that's the one that Kojima didn't have the hands on with as much mm-hmm. um, I love what the series became I love how stupid it is um, but it's weird because one of the things that I love the most is how cohesive the original one is yes. and that came from someone who you know grew up in the west and knew western language tropes and just knew how to write a more cohesive story um, and in a way I love that but I think you do need both um, but it makes me wonder I think in, yeah in terms of subject matter I would hope they do something that's essential like the boss or you know yeah. snake but I don't know I think I've just got what I want them to do Go on. because when Metal Gear Solid 5 was coming out yes. the big theory was that the final act of it was going to be set on I think Outer Heaven yeah. and recreate um, the original Metal Gear this guy right here thought that what, did he, me yeah, too did. maybe it was well, you why would you hit not be in it exactly you know? exactly that's yeah. what we all thought we thought that Solid Snake would be you'd finally play as him and you would take down um, Big Boss or at least the Venom version of Big Boss mm-hmm. that didn't happen but I want to see that happen and I think you <laughs> get like uh, you have the base there that is Kojima's through and through you have the original story you have mm-hmm. like the original setting but then you have a new team to sort of realise it it's still set in this universe it's still connected to it mm-hmm. but we haven't seen that or at least most of us I haven't played those original MSX MSX I have games. but they're, they're, they're not, not very playable they're not Metal Gear Solid right. they're, they're not Metal Gear Solid Valley yeah, no no not at all I mean the thing with if you go back to those 2D ones um, <laughs> they're, they're funny they could go back as like an archive piece but if yeah. you go back to Metal Gear 2 not um, Revenge of Solid Snake or whatever it's called the one that was made without Kojima altogether he left the franchise and then Konami were like this makes money so they mm-hmm. did another one um, he came back did Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake um, if you look at that that is pretty much a 2D version of what would then become the 3D one yeah. in terms of the plot beats and the setup and you need this key card for this and whatever um, So, but I think that is like fervent ground I think that obviously that laid like that laid so much groundwork in terms of terminology stupid stuff like big boss and uh, you know like I just, just random terminologies and boss characters and everything for me if you did a full on HD 4K version of, of that material I would still totally take that. Me too. Doesn't make sense that it's called Metal Gear 6, but you never know. But has this, yeah, has this franchise ever made sense? There was yes. one point where, no, because at one point <laughs> Kojima was going to call Metal Gear Solid 2 Metal Gear Solid 3. Was it? Just, yeah, it doesn't make any sense because he was going to name it after the tallest skyscrapers in Manhattan, so he was going to just jump an entire sequel and call it that. What, and then fill it in later? The guy's a madman, alright? <laughs> I love him for it, but he's a madman in the fact that Metal Gear Solid 5 isn't really called Metal Gear Solid 5, it's called Metal Gear Solid V. Yeah, V. Doesn't but that's that's because of the whole plot revolving around well, Venom. You know snake. what? Then if, if if that if that flies, then I can come in and say Metal Gear Solid Six is a continuation of Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> at least it's ending, so it works because we're rebooting it and we're going to this. The weird... thing that I want because we've we've hit the we've hit the, the mark. We need to get out. Let other people do their random news. And the thing that I want is there's one boss character from the first Metal Gear called Shoot Gunner. 
And I want to fight a man called Shoot Gunner. In fact, all the bosses from the first Metal Gear have terrible slash amazing names. Shoot the gunner, shoot, shoot, shoot the, the gunner. gunner. Give me that in 4K <laughs> for the sake of money. Good, anyway, yeah, but let us know what you think down in the comments below if you're even remotely excited for a Metal Gear Solid 6 and if it's even possible without Hideo Kojima. For now, though, I've been Scott from OurCulture.com. I've been Josh from OurCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. We broke the fourth wall a few times there. We did. Broke right through it. Hey. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.